Hi guys, it's Mick from Manifest Simplicity. Just a quick update to let you know um, about something cool we're running this year. Me and Craig both believe that setting habits in place is the best way to change your life in the long run. And with that said, we are setting 11 challenges for the rest of 2019. Challenge number two, I'll get to why it's challenge number two in a bit. Challenge number two is called Frugal February. For the whole month of February, me and Craig, and you as well if you wish to join in, are committing to making no new purchases for the entire month. There are some rules, um, but you can obviously bend this game to play uh, as tight to the rules or as loose from the rules as as is comfortable for you. Uh, But these are the rules we're going to be following. Number one, no new purchases for 28 days. Two, only consumable purchases are allowed. So things like food fuel for your car, toilet roll, um, things that obviously you are going to consume over the course of the month you will need to purchase. But this does not include cosmetics. So things like hair gels and um, non-essential cosmetic items, makeups, all that kind of stuff. Buy before February or buy after February, but don't buy during February. Rule number three, food and drink purchases, purchases must only be made from a supermarket or grocery store. So that means no fast food, no coffee shops, no cafes, nothing where you take food away. You are trying to instill a habit of only purchasing that which is required. Now, I know that that the, the definition of the word necessary changes based on who you speak to, but in reality, you could, if with enough planning and enough foresight, not buy food, while you're out at work or out on a, of an evening, you could eat beforehand, you could cook something. There are options for you. So that's rule number three. Rule number four, if you must, if you must purchase something, things like shoes that break, jeans rip, obviously you're going to need to replace them. You must do so in a way that contributes to a good cause. So buy from a charity shop or an eBay that is doing a charity donation or a jumble sale that's going to charity, something like that. Uh, That's the only way you can purchase or bring a new item into your life over the course of the next 28 days. Rule number five, find a partner and be accountable. So obviously this is very easy to say, yeah, I'm going to do the challenge and then never update anyone and never get questioned on um, how you're doing over the course of the month. So if you want me to be your or me or Craig to be your accountability partner for this challenge, you can email us at hello at manifestsimplicity.com and I'll try and check in with you every few days to see how you're doing. Um, But if you just want to find a friend and you can both do this challenge, no new purchases for the whole of February. Number six is be honest. I know I can I can kind of bend the rules of any of these challenges in order to make things easier for myself. But try and be honest this this February. Let's not make any new purchases. And let's be honest about if we slip up. That's okay to slip up. You can you can go again tomorrow. You can go again straight after your slip up. Um, But let's let's try and be honest with ourselves and with others. I think the reason for these challenges is that we, we recognize that decluttering and downsizing our lives is kind of pointless if you, if you create space just to refill it with more unnecessary purchases. So if we can shift our, our approach slightly and attack the problem before it arises, the problem being us owning too much stuff, and the issue with that being that we have obviously spent money on those things, we stand a much better chance of maintaining a kind of life of simplicity. So remember this this month, not buying the thing is like decluttering in advance. 
If you have any more questions, please do check out the website. Um, if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, um, you can click on the challenge for Frugal February, which is uh, monthly challenge number two. Monthly challenge number one, um, I actually did myself as an experiment this month. So I have been off of social media for the entire of January, which has been rewarding, but also difficult. Um, and you can see my write-up of that now on the website. So head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash dry, and you can read a kind of a daily breakdown of uh, my struggles without social media this month, coming from someone who is definitely addicted to almost every platform that um, will allow social interaction. <laughs> um, so yes, manifestsimplicity.com forward slash dry to read my review of last month's challenge number one. Um, and challenge number two, starting in February, frugal February, no new purchases for the entire month. If you head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash nothing, you can read the rules in a bit more detail. Um, and I think that's it. So cool. We'll see you next month. And we'll see you next week on the podcast. Catch you soon. Yes, forming habits. <laughs> oh my God, will you please stop doing that voice? Yeah, sorry. discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Mick. I'm Craig. And together we run a website called manifestsimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. And on today's episode, we'll look at being distracted by your phone, why hugs are good for you, and the best apps you've never heard of. The best apps you've never heard of. It's got to be the ones you've never heard of because which, which, you may already know of them. Which apps have you never heard of? I don't know because I don't know about them. Oh my god, that's oh. exactly it. Um, so let's kick off the way we kick off every episode. Every by, episode. By asking... It's your turn to be asked the question. It is my turn this week. Um, yes. Question number one. What is something that made you frustrated or annoyed this week? I've... It's not just this week, but I've been getting annoyed a lot recently. So I, I walk my dog in the morning down the down part of the, uh, the canal, one of the canals in Manchester. And if I'm walking in during the morning rush hour when people are on their way to work, generally between eight and nine o'clock, there are cyclists that come pelting it, yeah. like flying down the canal. It's a walk path. What are you doing? It's a footpath. Yeah. Does it say no bikes? It doesn't. Mm. And I've had this discussion with, like, I've had this discussion with people. There should be signs. But apparently it's to do with the way the land's owned. So it's owned by, I'm not sure if it's Peel Holdings. Like this company owns a lot of, lot of properties across the country like, yeah. and, and land. And I'm not sure if it's anything to do with them, but they won't do anything about it. Mm. The police have no jurisdiction on there. 
Like Manchester oh. Council have nothing to do with it, so it's like so someone owns the actual canals. I, well, they, they they own the land on the side of it, yeah, That's weird. or something like that. Yeah, it's something I've been told. I'm, I'm probably talking absolute nonsense, but either way, there will not be signs going. If up you know to about, say, please you, don't act like. If you a know knob. about, if you know about canal access, please email us on hello at manifestsimplicity.com. So we yes, can, so we can I'd like to be able to put a sign up that says, "There's a road adjacent to this." Sod off, <laughs> but I can't. Um, I, I did have a cyclist fall off once. That was sweet justice. So, oh, that's mean. No, me and Jenna were walking the dog right, and there's, it's like a hill. It's like a, a small hill. So if you were on your bike, you and you were a, a nice cyclist, you'd get off, push the bike up, walking it up, and then you'd cycle down and carry on your journey. This guy decided to try and squeeze past me, Jenna, and Otis walking up this hill clipped his bike on the wall and then <laughs> face planted the floor. That's horrible. Why didn't you move up? Did you help him? Uh, custom, I moved out of his way. We purposefully moved out of his way. Right. He still decided to ride past. I mean, it's quite a narrow path. Yeah. So rather than just get off and like walk his way past or wait behind us like a civilised individual. Oh, he tried to go behind. He, he just tried to cut through. Oh, he, he, like, he was coming out from behind yeah. you. You didn't even see him coming. Uh, helped him pick his bike up, but I was still chuckling immensely at the I, same time. I once went for a run on the canal and um, I, uh, I feel like I earned my place as a father on that run Ooh, because um, it, I exercised my dad skills. Ooh. A guy's chain had become like lodged in part of his bike where he couldn't get it loose. And I thought you meant when you said chain, then I was thinking of chain, like necklace chain. Yeah, but that just shows how gangster you are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gang, gang. Everyone's rocking that ice. Um, no, the chain for his bike. Yes. You know, no, bike, no, how know bikes work. You, no. you, you pedal, the chain goes around, and the wheels go along. Correct. Um, that had got like stuck somewhere. And I, like, I'd done enough of it, but like, I rode my bike quite a lot as yeah, a young you know person. Change. You know I know, I know how to do it. Um, and I kind of work, I kind of like hacked it a little and pushed the Ooh, brake thing hack. back and then like twisted the wheel. Because doing that loosens it, doesn't it? So yes, move, exactly. Yeah. And then got the, uh, got the chain back onto the bike and I was like covered in bike grease and whatever. Bike grease. But it was like right at the beginning of my run. Um, the only thing that annoyed me was that I forgot to stop my watch when I rolled up on him. Oh. I was like, dude, you need some help. And then I, what I should have done is gone click and stop the watch. So I was there. You were, too him. In, you were too in the moment with the helping. Of the, I was. Of I was the there man. for about 45 minutes trying to help him. And then <laughs> That long? Yeah, it took a long time. Wow. Um, and then when I finished helping him, I was like, oh, I've been running for an hour <laughs> when I definitely hadn't been. You uh, but the canals, I do get you because I was running down them and there were a lot of people on bikes. Yeah. Um, it's but, just rude like if you're going to beep your bell or ring your bell should I say mm. like at least ha you have vocal cords I would imagine so thank please you. exercise them to go thank Ex you excuse, excuse me. me like you don't have to just go ring 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 like that's to, before that's someone moves actually isn't it? but I mean I've been on my balcony I can hear it like and I'm like what's that ringing and then I realise it's an annoying cyclist would, would you like to take this moment to let it go and get over that Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, now I've vented, I'm fully over it. Okay, good. What's something that's... Until the next cyclist that annoys me. Yeah. Stay out of Craig's way. What's something that's made you extremely happy this week? Uh, I finished a video project this week, little video project, set myself to, um, and I struggled immensely with it at first. And Is I, it the video I've just watched? It is the video I've nice. just watched. Nice, it was you. very good. It's a little... For anyone that's seen uh, Animoji Karaoke... Um, I did a little one for a little project I wanted to set myself and ever since I've had the uh, 
the iPhone with the Face ID capabilities. I've wanted to set myself the ability or the, the, the task of creating one of these videos and I eventually did it and it was so hard. Really hard. Like, on my day off, I must have spent several hours like trying to work this out, reading an article on how to do it, trying to find YouTube videos on tips and tricks on iMovie because I'm not a video editor, I'm not a filmmaker. So, um, and I eventually did it and it's come out not too bad. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, it's it not terrible. Good. It's not great, but it's... Uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm happy, I'm happy, but I went to bed the night before because it kept falling out of sync. So I went to bed the night before trying to work it out and then woke up the next morning, first thing on my mind next morning, laptop straight on. That's, how, that's how I feel about everything I commit myself to. I'm like, if I'm on a train, if I'm in a big training block, I'll wake up in the morning thinking I need to run. If I'm working on an essay, I'll wake up in the morning and go, I need to work on this essay today. Same thing with like when you get properly into a like passion project or like a video or something yeah, like yeah. that. You're like, you wake up and you're like, oh, I had this great idea while I was asleep and now I'm going to put it into like that. I love that about what you Yeah, get like it, it, it was because I had so many thoughts and doubts popped into my head and they were like, oh, you don't have to do it. It's just something extra you're doing. Do yeah. you really need to do it? And I was like, no, I really want to finish this. Yeah. And I was really impressed with myself, actually, that I actually did it and it came out actually looking okay. It's about, it's about committing and then following through. Lots of people, like I'm something I've struggled with as well when it comes to things like training is you're like, right, I'm going to set myself this goal. And then halfway through, you're like, mm, but if I just do this, that'll be enough. Yeah. Um, but uh, well done to you for finishing. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I looking. had I had that deep internal conversation where I was like, I do, do want to do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I can just let kind it go. Kind of argument with yourself in your brain. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to do this. And then it got to the point where I'd sort of had enough of it, but it was complete enough that I was happy with it. Right. And I told myself, if I'm happy with it and I'm content with it, it's done. Yeah, I think that is a good lesson for people to learn is that there is such thing as too much time spent on a project. 100%. Um, growing up, um, and writing music, I've worked with numerous people who would always say, oh, but I need to do this. Or but it's not quite, it's not mm -hmm. quite perfect. Um, I've never released a song that, I've, that I was completely happy with. But yeah, it's about giving yourself a deadline and then sticking to it and following through. So Yeah, because I think if you tell yourself you need to do it, you will fail immensely. Whereas if you tell yourself you want to do it, Okay. And you're actually going to enjoy doing it. I think it's a little yeah. bit different. It's about put yeah, it's about putting the emphasis on you enjoying the time. Even like even if you never showed anyone that video, you learned something. So mm. useful. Yeah. Um what would you like to who who would you like to give a shout out to? I'd like to shout out our boy Anton. Yes, Anton. This is this, this is, is our is... first recording with this microphone. He is he yes, is kindly... so shout out to Ant Eats Plants for lending us this uh, this little Zoom uh, Zoom H four is it H four? Yeah, it's, it's yeah H four N handy recorder. Handy it's doing recorder. wonderful. It is a handy it's doing recorder. wonderful things for our audio quality. So you may have noticed that on this week's episode, episode five, the audio quality has jumped up significantly. Uh, and that is because we are using a microphone lent to us by Anton. So thanks very much, dude. Thanks, Anton. Um, Appreciate that. Enjoying using it. And here is your official shout out. Although he's already had a shout out on the podcast. Has he? I mean, he has. We were talking about motivation. Oh, he has. He yeah, has. well, here's his second one. He... So let me let me preface this by saying um, that we will never do this. But I feel like we should probably start yeah, no, charging we... people for shout outs. Probably. Yeah. Like if you get a shout out from now on, I mean that's a feeling we're on, having, but it's probably not going to ever happen. If if you get a shout out from now on, expect an invoice. Mm. Okay, should cool. we get into, just get into the news? Let's get into the news. Talk to me. What the heck is this? 
So I found this piece of good news I was quite interested in. Um, good luck a, with these names. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one. Uh, names are a little bit complicated to 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 say. Like to see you like to see you attempt them. I'm going to. Don't you worry. Do it, boy. Um, so I found in um, in the Dada village in Greater Noida. I've okay. no idea. Noida. Noida. N O I D A. Uh, yes. Um, this Where is gentleman this? in India is in India. Yeah. Okay, sick. So this gentleman um, called Ramveer Tanwar sick. Um, was moved. Basically, there's a lot of lakes, a lot of lakes dying over in over in that area. Okay. Um, and he started cleaning and um, sort of renovating them, trying to get them back into life, rejuvenating them. Okay. Um, and he did that since. About 2014, now he gathered loads of people in the local area to help him do this, and it they all like got involved. It sounds in like it. a project you would not be able to finish on your own. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, going to clean up all these lakes on my own. Not a chance. Yeah, and uh, there was a little bit about it in the in the article I read. Uh, it said India is suffering the worst water crisis in its history. Reports okay. all suggest that Delhi and Bangalore could completely run out of groundwater by 2020. And I that's mean, that's crazy. only a year away. That's, that's crazy. crazy scary. Um, so just on water, um, we are going to get to apps um, that you've never heard of, but I downloaded an app yesterday that I used for the first time today, okay. which is called Charity Miles. Right. Um, How does that work? I'm going to tell you, Craig. Um, basically, you... Tell me more. <laughs> you, you, this is not an, uh, like a sponsored note. No, that's the way we may be setting it up, but we are joking. Yeah, we are. It's not a sponsored note. Literally, I downloaded it um, because I thought, I'm running all these miles. Is there any way for me to also be contributing? So... I signed up to um, this app um, and selected the charity Water so that every time I run, um, the, the I don't know how the conversion rate works, but they convert my miles into donations to the charity. Okay. And so, can you see like how many miles gets how much money monetary value in donations? Yeah. So I've done a total of 3.72 miles um, and... I don't know how it gets translated, but I will work it out at some point. Um, I guess you can get people to like sponsor you, um, and then it gets like translated into money for a charity. So I'm, I'm, I uh, selected the charity Water. Oh, yeah. I just wanted something kind of. But what does that charity do? Like, how did that... they they provide clean water for for towns and villages that don't have it? Oh, right. So this okay, is why okay. this leads in perfectly, Craig. Amazing. Um, so check that app out if you are um, looking for a way to contribute that doesn't take that much effort outside of your normal like routine. They're just taking money. Can you from... do you have to run or can you swim? Can you, you can walk? Out, can you, you cycle? You can cycle. In, uh, you can indoor or outdoor run. And you can indoor and outdoor walk as well. Ooh, nice. So something something to... Because we have an indoor bike now, an exercise bike, so... You do? It's an intro- yeah. It's, What's that? It's a fold-away one in the cupboard. Sick. Yeah, so that's something you don't have to go outdoors to do, especially in winter. You can sit indoors and well, running, cycle away. Running outside is much more fun in winter. Oh, 100%. I like it when it's snowing and no one else is running and you're the only crazy person out. Because you can run, make snowballs, and assassinate Did you, children. Have you seen uh, Matt Diavella's recent video where he's driving at the beginning and there's a guy just running in the torrential rain? Oh, I have seen put, that. He puts the window down yeah. and he's like, you got this, dude. Yeah. Like, I was like, that is... If you were the runner, you'd even... In England, they'd probably just be like, oh, sod off, oh, what a joker. Whereas yeah, in America, you know. that guy might have been like, yeah, 
yeah, I got this. I heard a, I read an interesting story about a, um, a kind of larger woman who had started attending a gym in America. Mm-hmm. And the guy who, one of the guys who was working at the gym saw like some teenage boys like taking a piss out of her a little That's bit. That's not cool. Like laughing a bit about how she was at the gym and um, maybe mocking her for, for being cool. larger and being at the gym. Um, and he stepped in and said, look, if you guys are going to behave like that, I'll make sure you're banned from every gym, every one of this gym around the country. Wow. Um, and then uh, spudded the lady on the way out, and, nice. <laughs> you know, which was like sick. Um, uh, he was like, yeah, she's, she's if, if she wants to work on herself, she's in the exact right place. So I don't know why this Yeah, so don't you don't be there being her. a dick about it. Exactly, like, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. So yeah, like sick news. Basically, just rejuvenating, Ramvit, killing it, bro. Ramvir Tanwar, well done. Good lads. Carry on the good work. Exactly. I mean, we're already what? This will be his fifth year deep. Like he's yeah. He's, so he's, he's invested. Been, he's been killing it. Just continue to kill it. I guess. That's it. Do it. Good job. Um, okay, so my piece of news. Yeah, I like your one. It's it's a friendly, warm. It's a lovely one, one especially when uh, one of my favorite things to do is to give cuddles to people who don't necessarily. You're definitely want them. a hugger. I'm. I'm a big time hugger. You are. I'm a big, big time <laughs> hugger. Um, so this is the news that, according to research, cuddling can help both emotional and physical heal both emotional and physical wounds. Positive social interactions, like when we hug, kiss, or cuddle, result in an increase of oxytocin, which makes us feel better. It helps reduce social anxiety because when our brains release oxytocin, we're more likely to have an optimistic outlook on connecting with others and trusting those around us. Yeah, I, I like that bit about trust because you wouldn't ordinarily let someone hug you that you didn't at least trust mm. or like. Because I feel like it's a, even though it's like, obviously there are intimacy levels well above the hug, it's like your first step into physical contact. Yeah. Where you're like, mm, do I, do I want to be this close to this person? Um, always ask permission before you give someone a hug. But, yeah, you don't just want to surprise. Yeah, hug. surprise hug. That's assault. Um, the great thing about this is, is that um, it doesn't take. Obviously, there is something to be said for therapy and physical healing and yeah, of taking. Course. We're not taking, taking antibiotics and things like that in order to heal yourself. But if you want to do like a little bit of that, a little bit of a buzz, give someone a cuddle. Yeah. When was the last time you had a really nice hug? Uh. I feel like Dave Nolan gave me one today. I gave... I Big think Dave. I gave Dave Nolan a hug today. I think he gave me one. He does give good hugs. He's a good he's hugger. A, he's a cuddler. You know who's a really good hugger? Go on. Who doesn't like hugging is Liam. Really? Yeah. Oh. I cuddled him big time recently. He doesn't like it. He's awkward. He's like, oh, don't touch me. But then when you get in there, he really enjoys it. So you forced yourself upon him? No, you I didn't said, ask, yeah, because you're telling people here to ask permission. I did. Forced I, yourself. I did ask permission. Oh, I said, and he allowed it. I said, "Dude, give me a hug," and he went for it. So, oh right. Okay. If he was like, no, so you didn't ask it. permission. You forced Liam upon yourself. I, ga- I gave him an option. I said, "Dude, let's have a hug," and he was like, he didn't say no, so I went for it. Right. Okay. If he just said, mm, "I don't really want to," or bit if risky. I got, if or... I got if I got the sense that he wasn't feeling the hug vibe, I would have retracted my hug offering at that point. Okay. Um, but it's great to see that that I, hugs th- I think the next time I see him, there's going to be a hug. Should we have a hug right now? Not you. I'm going to stand up. Hug me. All right, okay. Stand up. Okay, let's do this. We're hugging. We're on hugging. The, we're hugging on the pod one. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. You're definitely. Okay. You you tried to let go, but I've held on for more. Um, 
Oh, you're a squeezer. Oh, you've got to be. You've, you're a squeezer. You've got to squeeze. Right, this is the work. So you know when but you... Have you ever had a hug off someone where they just give you a little oh squeeze at the end and then that's it? You know what I don't like when people shake hands and their hand is like a... Clammy. Clammy or like a... Limp. Oh, the word limp. Mm. Oh my God. A moist a limp handshake. A clammy <laughs> limp handshake. Ooh. Kill me first. The worst. Um, if you're going to shake hands with someone or if you're going to hug someone, make sure you do it with some, some effort. Mm. It makes it feel like you're actually you've invested. Yeah. It's like it's like um instead of dipping your toe into the swimming pool, it's like just, just jump in. straight in, give them a big give them a hug and squeeze them. My dad always used to say, when you shake someone's hand, you can tell what kind of man they are by the way they shake hands. Yes. So if I've heard that before. I've sh- I've shook customers' hands. Uh, to say see you later or to say to introduce myself. Yeah. yeah. And you can always tell what kind of person they are based on the way they shake hands. Limp. Do you shake? Let's shake right now as well. Good. You, good. You, you've got a like... I've, I've got, you've got a... You've got quite big hands. I've got a grip. Have you got big hands? Oh my God. You're the only person I've ever... Uh, my fingers are longer than yours. They are. But I'm, I've got freaky spindly guitar hands. Mm, but we're, we're both not Ruan. So... He has got big hands. Big hands, big feet. He's got really big feet. Mm. Oh, what a guy. Okay, cool. So I'm interested in this essay because, correct. I mean, obviously we've been sitting having conversations for a few weeks now, and mm-hmm. before the podcast we've had quite a lot of conversations. And yeah. uh, no, I'm actually I'm actually into this one. Okay, uh, so this is an essay called Conversations. Conversations. Uh, conversations. Um, and it came from, I guess, a little bit of um, what we've talked about already, which is like introducing yourself to someone, feeling a little awkward in a social situation, and then the the uh, inclination we have to almost immediately reach for our phones in a situation mm. where conversation is either not flowing freely or feels a little bit um, awkward. I've been there before. And I, I am very conscious of the way I will use my phone as a crutch in that situation. Yeah. You're like, if I'm not looking at you, if I'm looking at my phone, this situation isn't happening and therefore I don't need to feel awkward about it. Yes. Um, so this came from that. And then, um, yeah, let's read it. Here we go. Conversations. Having social anxiety in a world where technology is so readily available is so much more bearable than it would have been 15 years ago. Excuse yourself with a text. Leaving with the knowledge that you could easily get away with it because they think you got a message. Ever get yourself into a social situation where your brain panics and your hands get sweaty and your eyes don't know where to focus and your feet shuffle and you don't know how to mediate the madness? No, me either. Honestly. Shifty eyes. 15 years ago, before the invention of the smartphone, before the internet came into full effect, before we carried the entire world in our pockets, when faced with a forced fun situation or an awkward silence at work, or an elongated pause on a date. That moment would linger long enough for their more outspoken among us to break the silence with a laugh or a sigh or a witty comment. Now, with the advent of the personal electronic device, we have an easy out in these situations. We check our Twitter, we watch an Instagram story, we upvote a Reddit post. Social anxiety is real. I know many people whose character, upbringing, life experiences, and attitude prevent them from operating properly in a social situation. They were the nerdy guys from school, like us. (laughs) The awkward kids from church, the weird ones. But practice makes perfect. Next time you're feeling the social anxiety kicking in, try this. Reach for your phone. Do it. Yes, it's there. 
It's cold and harsh, and not nearly as interesting as the people out here in the real world. I promise you. Interesting. I yeah. like it. I, I think... We've all been there, totally. I, I, ha- I think the most recent instance I've had of this was yesterday. Okay. When Faith's granddad came round. I've only met him once before. And you, that was enough. You just the phone was the more the more interesting thing. It was, um, but I like forced myself. We were in a living room. Faith's mom, me and Faith, granddad, Faith's sister, um, kind of just like chatting about Faith going away for her travels yeah, and all that, all, all the kind of stuff that comes with it. And I could feel the awkwardness just like falling in the room when like longer silences were there. Yeah. And in previous times I would have gone immediately to my phone and scrolled through something in order to mediate the awkwardness or to mediate the kind of anxiety that comes with not knowing what to say in a situation. Yeah, because you don't want to be the one that starts the conversation in case everyone else is like, Ooh, Oh yeah, exactly. Awkward. Oh, don't have an opinion. <laughs> um but because I'm doing social media dry January, which will have finished when this comes out. Uh potentially actually yes. When's this coming out? Not. To... No, it won't have finished. So it will just You'll be wrapping just it up. You'll just be wrapping it up. You'll okay. be at the end of your journey. Yeah, so in fact, these, this is coming out on the 28th. So it'll be two, three days. Okay, so for this whole month, I've been doing social media dry January. I've deleted all my You've social done media. Well to it, sir. I've got rid of Instagram. I got rid of. Didn't have Twitter for ages, but. You started a Twitter for the website and I've not looked at it yet. You've not done anything with it yet. Um, which was a terrible idea to not be on social media the month we launch a website and a podcast. But you've done but it and you've done well. I've done it. And yesterday I even deleted the eBay app Ooh. because I could feel myself going to it and scrolling through it as if it as was... a crutch. Yeah, correct. So I deleted that as well. And now I'm like... I can. I still will go to where the eBay app was in the phone. Of course. And that's how I know it was the right decision to get rid of it. Nice. But I was sat in this situation in that living room. And when the silence came, I normally would have just scrolled. But I put my phone on the side and forced myself to be in the situation. Of course. Um, I think the really interesting thing about um, situations like that is that you kind of have to develop your ability to make conversation out of nowhere. So how did you do that? How did you overcome it? Um, well, I think it's about asking questions, relevant ones. Because that sparks the conversation. Correct. That starts the conversation. And then being genuinely interested in the answer. Yeah. I think I've done that before where I've, I've been in the moment and I've not bothered with my phone because I've been social media dry for months, years. Mm. And... I've asked a question. I don't really care for the answer. So I'm just like, "Ah, well, I I don't care what he said now. I've just made the conversation. But if I'm not invested, then why should everyone else be? Correct. I think it's, um, it's a important skill to practice because what if you're then in a situation where you don't have access to any of that stuff and you're forced into a conversation or one of those kind of weird... Um, interviews where they're like, so talk to the person next to you and find out three things about themselves. If you, about them, you then can't go about to yourself. Your, find out three things about yourself. <laughs> uh, so, so nice to meet you. Tell me three things about me. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know three things about you. Um, in, the, in one of those situations where you're like forced to have a normal conversation and it's a little bit awkward. If you've not practiced it before, it's very easy to kind yeah. of just stumble your way through. Um, who... Who is your favourite person to talk to? 
Oh, I mean, aside from me, because we run a website and a podcast together. Yes, uh, that would have been an easy out, thanks, mate. Um, I quite like having conversations with Dave. Yeah. Uh, there's always something funny I to feel, be said. I feel like his outlook on life is so strange. It's just like the thing I like is I mean I'm not a massive football slash soccer fan. Yeah. But the way he talks about it makes me laugh. So then yeah. I engage in he the conversation. Is, he is hilarious, and I think I think sometimes the uh, conversations I've had with him, I will probably three, four, five, six days later will remember something hilarious he said and laugh out loud again. Yeah, he's that good. Like I I like I I mean I should really choose a friend, but. A lot of my friends have like the the conversations they have like even in our group chat on Telegram they're just insanely like like long winded or complainy or conversationally and I'm yeah. like it sounds stupid to say they're using big words but they're not they're just like it's all stuff that I have no idea about like the other day one of them was speaking about the chemical symbols on the back of trucks and what they all mean because he's done safety training at his job and I'm like great like I really don't understand I can't engage you in conversation in this yeah. because you're the one that's clued up on it. The rest of us are not. So yep. the other six people in this conversation are going, cool, yeah, nice one, mm-hmm. well done. Yeah, exactly. Great but conversation. I think there's, not. there's something to be said about finding common ground in a, in a real-world conversation. It's, it would have been very easy for you to Google the symbols and to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But if you have that conversation in real life, you don't have that option. So you then have to actually have a normal conversation. Yeah, I might be like, oh, tell me about them. Yeah. And then Explain there's a conversation. And then like, that's a conversation. But he wouldn't have done that. He literally just was typing paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. Oh, and I was God. like, but no, I like having conversations with Davey. What about you? Um, I, I have a few people who I can have endless conversation with and it never gets dry. My friend Ryan from back home, who I spoke to today about, um, about helping him out with a little project he's working on. Um, we all sit in the pub when I'm back home and talk endlessly about things that we don't have a massive crossover of interests. We're both okay. in, we're both into similar kinds of music, mm-hmm. although he's a little heavier than I am. I'm a bit more pop, but we kind of will meet in the middle. Um, we've had very different upbringings, so it's re- always really interesting when we meet up to talk about kind of family stuff and yeah, how yeah, his yeah. family dynamic works and how mine works. Interesting. Um, but we went to the same uni, we became friends there, and we've kind of they've, we've always had like really, really nicely flowing conversation. Good stuff. I also I also have a, a load of people who it's very tough to have a conversation with, but you have to put in effort in order to make those things work. Yes, I um, agree. It's sometimes very difficult for me to have a conversation with my dad because we have apart from being related we have very little in common no i can i can appreciate that i have the same thing with mine it's a li- I, I don't know if it's generational or if it's because i don't understand a lot of his cultural reference and he doesn't understand a lot of mine because we've grown up in different yeah in different kind of worlds and eras but uh, i feel like sometimes our my my dad's a lot. I don't. I wouldn't say that was the case because there there may be someone of your dad's age that you can have that conversation with, yeah, like maybe. conversations with, and it's fine. But yeah, no, I get the same thing with my dad. It's just like a lot of the stuff that comes out of his mouth. I'm just like, all right, okay, cool. Yeah, I just like, don't. I, I just. Don't, I'm just not. I either don't get it or I completely disagree with what he says. <laughs> yeah, or he assumes that I don't know something already that I've already yeah, spoken to him yeah, about. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I already told you this, and he's like, oh right, okay. Does your dad do that thing where he sends you the same videos and same no, memes every few weeks? No, no. My dad normally. will 
if you've ever seen the, the video of the monkey with the AK-47. No. My dad will send that video to us three boys. Um, probably once every six months. Oh, right. <laughs> and we're like, Dad, we've seen this bloody video already. Um, and if, dad, if my dad ever talks about some sort of hilarious thing he's seen on the internet, we're like, was it a monkey with an AK? Because we've all seen it, Dad. And then he's like, even if it's not, it is always yeah, monkey with an AK. Have you ever seen, speaking of, sorry, animal, just away from the conversation. See, we've created a conversation now about animals and funny videos. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a video that I really love, and I've not watched it in a very long time. Chickens in pants. Chickens wearing pants. Chickens wearing pants. It's the thing. There's one that runs across, I can't remember what country it's in, but it's wearing like little purpley pink like pants and it just runs but it runs so funny that's ridiculous it's like they're pulled up to its waist oh right okay uh, but it's really funny that's insane but there's another one on a farm and it's surrounded by other chickens and other animals and there's just this chicken rocking around in a pair of pants it's so funny and Kevin was then ostracised (laughs) why was Kevin wearing trousers I wish David Attenborough would voice over chicken in pants that would be sick he's done some weird voiceovers haven't he in in the past He's 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 done a few of the like, the like comedy skit ones where he's doing. Oh, them, right. yeah. We should look them up. Maybe definitely. I'll maybe I'll link some. I think we should. Know. We're definitely in the in the podcast footnotes. We should definitely link Chicken in Pants. Chicken in Pants. Okay, I'll I'll make sure I get that down. And for anyone that doesn't look at the podcast notes, YouTube. Pause the podcast. Go to YouTube and just look up Chicken in Pants. Or if you want to see the podcast notes, go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash podcast, and you'll see all the notes from the recent episodes. Love it. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Um, so this this conversation thing, um, do you ever find yourself um, in a situation where using your phone is much more is much easier than having a real conversation? Uh, there've been times. Uh, I I tend to the elevators one. Mm. If ever you're in an elevator and someone gets in, like there's a guy that lives in the building, and he's he's really lovely guy. I think he lives on like the tenth floor above, and Every time I see him in the lift, I'm like, how you doing, mate? You okay? How you doing? And he's like, yeah, man, how are you? Are you good? And my only conversation with this, with this gent is in the lift. Yeah. It's the only conversation, like getting in the lift, getting out the lift, mm-hmm. or just bumping into him in the corridor. That is literally it. Yeah. Uh, I've never been for a beer with him. I don't know him personally, but we, we are always very polite and very conversational with each other to that yeah. extent. Um, and... Like, I, I just don't ever feel the need to reach for my phone where I have, there have been people that have got in the lift and I've gone, hey, okay. And they've just immediately, rather than respond, they've just sort of smiled and then pulled their phone out. And I'm yeah, just like, I, that is a classic it, example of what you're what it, we're on about. It is, it is a weird kind of like safety blanket, isn't it? Elevator conversation. You're only there for a matter of seconds with someone in the lift, depending on where you're going. Mm. But the immediate need to pull your phone out and scroll for all of those seconds and then get out and put your phone away is is scary. Have you ever gone somewhere without your phone? Yeah. On purpose? Yeah. When was the last time you did that? Um, purposefully, I mean, I walk the dog every morning and every night. Whenever I walk him, I walk him without my phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm not tempted to stop and start scrolling. I'd rather have that time me and him. Yeah. Uh, and I focus on him and where we are in the walk and I look around and things yeah. like that. I don't want to be stood on my phone. Now, for a while, I was playing Pokemon Go. Ooh. While I was walking around with him, because it gave me something to do. And it, it, Just a quick update: we are in 2019, and if you're still playing Pokemon Go, 
something needs to be reassessed. Yeah, I mean, I stopped this about six months ago, but <laughs> I, I mean, I played it when it came out. I stopped and then I got back into it again because one of my other friends does it while he walks his dog. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is fun. That makes sense. So I was walking the dog and then I was like, wait, hold on. No, I'm now bored of this again. I can, I've I, realized this game is repetitive as I'll hell. Re- I'll retract my statement. Play Pokemon Go if you want. Play it. Play it as much as you want. Just not in front of me. Don't do it in front of me. <laughs> I can't stand the. You still have to flick the pokeballs. I think. I think I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. just but I'm just like like so. There's I so got much over better. That. So much better things you could be doing with your time. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a bit of a completionist, and the fact that I couldn't complete it, I was just like, right. Well, I'm done with this now. I'm just. I'm walking around with my dog. I'm not paying attention to the dog. I'm not paying attention to what's going on around me. I'm literally just. That's a. That's a project. Me. I'm. I'm proud that you didn't complete. Yes. Because there's there's. There's, there's an issue if you complete Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. you, something else needs to be looked at in your life because if, if you're, there's lots of better things you could be doing. There's lots of better things. And you, you could can't be doing. ever officially complete it without traveling to all the other countries first. Wait, are there things there you can't specific, get? Yeah, there are specific no. ones in specific countries. Like we have, um, I can't remember which one we have, but then America have tourists. Okay, uh, they're like. The bull? The, the bull horse thing. And then um, Farfetch'd is in Asia, the little duck with the leak. And Kangaskhan is... Kangaskhan is... Um, Australia, I want to say. So it, there's like certain ones that you can't get in certain countries and stuff. It's mad. That's oh, crazy. Mr. Mime. We have Mr. Mime, the best one. That's sick. Europeans have the best He feels Pokemon. like a British Pokemon. He's French. Definitely has to be French. <laughs> <laughs> Mimes are all French. Why on earth have we got him? Why is... Yeah, because he's European. Oh, God, that doesn't make He's a European we mime put him man. only available in Paris. Because he's, he's a mime. Yeah. I've never seen mimes outside of France. I've never seen a mime in real life. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. No, have you ever seen would. a mime in real life? Uh, yeah. When I was younger. Was but... he trapped in a box? They're always trapped in a box. This one wasn't. This mime, the mimes are always trapped in a box. How else mate. do you? How else do you? Was he, go, was he going down some? Was he going down some stairs that weren't there? No. Was he? Was he pretending to touch a window that wasn't there? Possibly. Was he being really quiet? Ironically, didn't speak. So God. yeah, I mean, he wasn't being quiet. He was mute. And didn't speak. I'm a, I'm a bit cynical of mimes. I what? feel like again. How, how can you be cynical of mimes? They're either miming or they're not. Miming. I'm a bit. I'm a bit like again, Pokemon Go and being a mime. There's much better things. If that's what you love doing, do it. Say something nice about Pokemon Go in mind. Pokemon Go is a great way to I'm exercise. I'm going to the hell out of you. It's a great way to exercise. It okay. gets you out of the house. Okay. Um, it gets you interacting with other people who are playing. Mm-hmm. Being a mime, it's really creative. You've got to use your brain. It gets you out. Again, it also will get you out interacting with other people, except not in a not I, in a vocal way. I love how you didn't even have to think about this. You were just like, boom, facts. Yeah. I was like, all right, okay. Fine. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it, it makes you look more French, if that's a positive. Uh, you get to wear a nice stripy jumper. You get to wear white gloves. Um, they do always wear white gloves. Does it work as well without the white gloves? I don't know. I feel like we're going off on a tangent about mimes now. Okay. Don't care we're doing about a, mimes for this. Ironically, we're doing a podcast about having conversations in real life, and then we're talking about mimes. They don't talk. They, they don't. They don't know how to talk. But, here's one, they talk with their hands. Because oh. they could just go, there's a wall in front of me, I can't move. Or they can go, 
and put their hands against the wall. You just did a mime thing. I did right do here. a mime thing. Oh my gosh, you're terrible at mime. <laughs> I am a lot of Um If you're a good mime, please email us because we want to know. And we want to see a video. Yeah, send us a video to hello at manifestsimplicity.com. Even if you're not a good mime, I'd like to see your best mime impression. Yeah, do an impression of being a mime. I might even tweet it. Oh. That's not going to happen. Might do. Mime do. Mime do. Okay. Um, Mime do. Okay, so the 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 outcome of this um, essay about having real world conversations instead of going to your phone is that there is a way to check how many times you pick, to, you pick your phone up and how you are using it. Um, so um, you can download an app called Moment. Which oh, I use Moment. It's oh, terrifying. It's so scary, isn't it's it? It's terrifying. You can download an app called Moment. Again, this is not a paid endorsement for the app Moment. There are other apps are available. Um, you download the app, you install it, you give it access to all of your information, all of your information, and your life, and the Peaky Blinders. Um, you give it access to all of your information, and then if you keep checking in on the app, it'll tell you how many times you've picked up your phone, mm. which is mind-boggling because i had it on and was like i never i never pick up my phone it's always I, in my pocket i literally never use my phone i don't know why i've even installed this app opened it up pickups today 317 <laughs> what <laughs> what have i been doing <laughs> i must have cleaned around my phone 317 times oh my god yeah it's it's, it's a mind-blowing app um and it kind of the fact that it gives you that kind of information te- kind of teaches you that you undoubtedly you need are, to change your habits. Are on it too much. Have you ever picked your phone up and gone uh, and put your phone, locked it and put it back down? Hundred, hundred million times. Do you ever get that thing where you think your phone vibrates in your pocket and it doesn't? Phantom vibrate, no. Phantom. Uh, sometimes, but I normally can tell if it's one. If I'm expecting a text message, I will normally know. I've turned off all my notifications. Not that I'm a psychic, but like if I've texted someone and I get a vibrate, I'll be like, cool, I'll check that. Whereas otherwise I'll try not to pull it out of my pocket. So I'm trying actively not to pick my phone up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and um, leave my phone at home more often. Interesting. Yeah. I, am, I am a little bit terrible at picking my phone up. In my head, I will go, go, cool, I need to go to IMDb and I need to, well, I want to go to IMDb and I want to go and check something. I will open my phone and I'll be like, Oh, cool. I've not been on that website in a while. Like oh, a my God. And yeah. I, I'll click on it. I'll be like, oh, yeah, there's new... And then I'll lock my phone. I'll go, wait, no, forgot, I'm meant to be going to I IMDb. I forgot to do the thing. Um, and what's your... If you are going to pick up your phone in order to mediate some awkwardness, um, what's your go-to app? Um, well, I mean, I don't use social media, so it can't really be social media, but I do play games on my phone, so I'd probably say Clash Royale by Supercell. I love that little tower defense game. You can literally pick it up, play a match for three minutes, put it down, done. Uh, in a, and it in kills a waiting, three minutes. Waiting in a queue or something. I probably wouldn't play it while waiting in a queue because I actually have to pay attention to it as well as moving around down the queue and what's going on in the queue so I yeah. don't miss anything. But I would probably pick it up, open any free chests I've got, check in the chat whether there's any new messages or request a new card off the off the team I'm in yep. and then just put the phone down. Oh my god. Uh, I won't I I'm actively getting better at not doing it. Yeah. But I really enjoy the game and I've 
put money in towards the game before, like over the years I've played it. So that is, I'm invested a bit, but I, I don't play as much mental. as I used to. I have never ever spent money on a game on my phone. I love it. It's, but I, I love the art style. I, they're a European developer, so I want to support that. Uh, I just love the art style, the videos they do, the community they have. Like, okay, it, so it's it's okay for you to invest if you are that invested. Yeah, like if, if you I, are if you are just buying coins in order to win. The oh yeah, game, no, I wouldn't do that. Then, no. yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a pay to win player. I'm just I just enjoy the game, so I might indulge the odd five to ten pounds here or there. Shout out that Star Wars game that EA tried to mug everyone off with. Which one was that? Was that the the, the base builder one? Nah, they they. They basically they made a Star Wars game, which I think is called Battlefront. Oh, the one for the console. Yeah, and then they charged people loads yes. of money. Then you needed to buy something in order to win. Yeah, I think from what I understand of this, they released the game, and then they were like, "Yeah, you can't be Darth Vader unless you pay for him." And it's like, what? What? And then anyone that had money or went, "Mummy, Daddy, I need Darth Vader. I can't beat me mates." Uh, and then mum and dad went, all right, so yeah, he's Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, so, was that my dad? <laughs> well, yeah, Darth Vader, yeah. That's what right. my dad sounds like. He sounds like a combination of Ray Winston and Cat Stevens <laughs> and anyone from Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Except he's not from Birmingham, he's from North London. Yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah, and then, the, and then the kid would go along, enter the details, buy Darth Vader, and then they would smash it online. And everyone that just wanted to relax and enjoy the game couldn't because this kid... Smashing it up as Darth Vader. Yeah, but they charged people to win the game, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, so you could basically pay to win multiplayer, which I don't agree with. Well, on a mobile game, it's a little bit different. Yeah, like it's a tower defense game. Yeah, you might want to pay to level your cards up a bit more, whatever. But on an online game that hundreds of thousands and millions of people are playing, like it, it just I've, doesn't make. I've sense. played Halo for a very long, a very Halo. long time. You cannot pay to win Halo, and you, you literally have to be good. The only way to win is to get really good at Halo. And we, we, I the play- only esports I actually enjoy watching is Halo because it is skilled to hell. It is so good, so skilled. I like really the, like the way those players play that game. It reminds me of the old Quake 4 oh. esports. Like, yeah. and I had a friend that played that in esports once, like years and years ago. Um, and he, I played against him once. He would literally bunny hop from one side of the map to the other on his headset. He would hear where I was or see what weapon I'd picked up yep. and just shoot the railgun from across the map. and he would know where to aim his cursor, where to where to click the mouse, yeah. and just he would kill me instantly. Freak. If you're if you're interested in the, the world of memory. esports, you've got to look up um, a Halo player called Walshy. Okay. Who was like the pioneer of like really high level Halo playing, and okay, now com- okay. commentates for MLG. Oh wow! Um, he invented a new way to hold an Xbox controller in order to have access to all of the buttons at once. Crazy. Which was called the Walshy Claw. The Walshy Claw. <laughs> yeah, it's like a claw grip. I love um, Halo. Halo's such a good so game. Good. Anyway, right. we were talking about apps that you go to in order to meet ah, your yes. anxiety, and you were saying you play games. I. This is how I know I spent I, I do this action too much. I would even go and just go on my banking. I'd just go oh. I'd just open my mobile banking and I go, yep, still not got any money. Still paying off me a car. Wonderful. Just make myself feel bad by how little money I have at the end of the month. And then I'd be like, why did I come on this? I could just be enjoying the real world. Yeah, like I you used, don't. I used to do that. I would also open up my settings and just check my battery. You know, like I never do that. Stupid stuff that literally why am I doing this? I don't this? think I'd ever do that. I think the most I've ever done is um, 
opened the phone, stared at the screen and gone, I wanted to do something, no. And it helps not having social media on the phone. Although yeah. I have the Twitter and everything on the, and the Instagram on my phone for Manifest Simplicity, I actually don't check them or use them half as much as I, as I, as I would of my own personal one, yeah. because I'm not invested in the stories on there gonna, as much because they're not personal friend stories. Correct. I think, I think a, a, a useful tip is something that I've done recently, which is to, if you're not going to remove the app, move it somewhere else mm. so that your brain doesn't... Auto- so I have... I two, could literally go to my Instagram app with that with my eyes closed. I have two pages of apps. One, I, I've, I've taken Matt Diavella's advice and I've had all the apps I use on a daily basis on the front page. Mm. Swipe to the side. I've got some apps I use a couple of times a week. And on the third page is a little folder that says distractions uh-huh. and Safari and Amazon are in them. Oh my I use God. Safari a lot, but what I've actively got better at doing is bookmarking the page that the websites I go to most and saving them in a folder on the second page. Right. So if I think, oh, okay, yeah, I do check IMDb a lot if I'm watching a straight film. Straight to or, it. Boom, I can just click that, take me straight to it. I'm not distracted by any other means to, to check if I have a if I have a brain fart to check that website, I go straight to that website. I don't yeah. click on the search bar and go oh yeah, I need to check that. Or yeah. I don't view my bookmarks yeah. on Safari or frequently visited sites. I go, oh, yeah, I'll just check that. I've not been in there in like a week. Yeah, like, I, think, I think what's important about this whole topic is that there is much more exciting things going on in the real world than you will ever find in your phone. There are, you're, you're never going to discover, you're never going to have a conversation <laughs> with this guy in your lift if you, every time he gets in, you go, oh, this is going to be awkward. I'll just go on my phone. Well, the first time he did get in the lift, I pulled, I was on my phone anyway. And then yeah, he was like, hi, mate, how are you doing? You all right? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. And I put oh, my phone away no, and I was no, like. Oh, oh, you mean normal human conversation? Let's do that instead. Much better. Yeah. And it's just nicer to be like, I recognize people around my building in my area now just yeah. because I've been like, oh, hey, how are you doing? You okay? Yeah, yeah. cool. And like walking the dog helps because you meet so many other dog walkers or people that live in your area. You're like, hey, how, hey, you know, how are you doing? Yeah. What have you been up to? And like the dogs are playing around, having a great time. And you're just like, oh, hey. So have a normal conversation with someone. Talk about the world. I think people should aim at least once a week just to say, hey, and start a little conversation with someone. It could be someone at the shop you buy your coffee from. It could yes. be someone at the supermarket you bump into. Uh-huh. It could be a stranger with a chain loose on their bike. You should definitely just start a conversation. It doesn't even have to be a long one. You don't have to give them your name. Just ask how they're doing. Yeah. So I, I actually was at a gig for a band I really like called Stick to Your Guns recently mm-hmm. in December. And one of the things, they're an American band from California. And the, the one thing that he said on stage was, why is everyone in England, when I walk into a restaurant and go, hey, how are you? They freak out and go, uh, follow me this way and grab the menus and they, <laughs> yeah. they don't come gay. They don't go, oh, hey, yeah, I'm okay. How are you? I think that's like, an American thing though, isn't it? Yeah. In I mean, America. It's, it's naturally okay to go, hey, how are you? And they'll be like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm really good. How are you today? You know. But in America, the, uh, I know people who have moved from the UK to the US and when you walk into a place like Starbucks, they'll, or into any restaurant chain or whatever, they'll always ask you, how are you? They don't care how you are. That's what. No, but it's nice. That, it is very nice. Obviously, it is. But he said that basically he would start telling them how he was, and then realize, hold on, they're just introducing themselves. They're just being nice. In here, we do the same thing, but the answers are completely meaningless. You're like, you're right, mate. How you go? How you doing? Yeah, I'm alright, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. That's it. Yeah, that's high in this country. Yeah, but that's Whereas fine. In America, I... they ask you that question because they've been trained to do so. 
Yeah, no. And I, they don't really want. They don't really want to know if you're all right. They want you to get on with the I, transaction. I like, no, but I like the fact that someone's asked me, "Oh, hey, how are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, no, I'm not too bad." Whether you care or not, it's nice to yeah. be asked. So I think once a week, ask someone how they're doing. Yeah. And genuinely, actually listen to what they say, mm-hmm. unless it's other than "Yeah, I'm alright, how are you?" Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enemy UAV. The enemy UAV is online. Okay, you so let's... You do that let's, scary well. It's everyone's favourite time of the podcast. Yes. Uh, it Ask is time. Reddit. This is the jingle for the Ask Reddit questions. La, 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 la. La, la, la. Okay. Ask um, Ask you want to go first or second? Uh, I feel you can go first. I feel I've just okay, waffled so, a lot about conversation. So we've been talking about phone apps. I want to just hit you with this question here. What lesser known phone app can't you live without? So what lesser known phone app can't you live without? So an app that not many people know about, um, but that you definitely can't live without. You are a, you are always the first person to tell me about a new app you've downloaded. I am actually. Um, I'm going to hit you with three of my favorites. Go on. Right. I've got one for you actually. Okay, good. Hit me. This one, this first one um, is mental, but I really like it because it deals with having a conversation. It's called Wakey, right? Right. And it's an alarm app, but instead of your alarm going off, you get a phone call from a random stranger around the world. No. Yeah, so you wake up. So you can either be waking people up by using the app to wake wake people up, or you can be woken up by someone else using the app to wake you up. And you use this? No, I've not used it. And I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you exactly why. Okay, so it's in in theory, it sounds amazing. You're like, oh, I've spoke to this guy from New York. You spoke to Tamvir. Literally, and he we were talking about lakes that needed rejuvenating. Sick fam. Four years later. Great convo at half five in the morning when I'm about to go for a run. (laughs) Um, that would be great to have a a like normal, intelligent conversation with someone first thing in the morning would be a wonderful way to start your day. However, when I did a little bit more research into this app, it has basically been taken over by like prank call kids who ring you up in the morning play a prank on you and then put the phone down and you're like, well, that was not what I needed at 5.30 in the morning. No. Okay. I might download the app and just give it a go. I feel, feel, yeah, because living on your own... Might be a little bit I, better. I, I might waking up next to one and be like, "All right, you're right." So hold on, love. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm I might, to... I might try it and just see what happens. If it's bollocks, I'll get rid of it. But if it's not, I would have. I really want to know. We'll find out. We'll okay. have a conversation. It's called Wakey. Now, this is another one. This is one that I feel like we should both, we could both benefit from. Run P. Right, Run P. Right. This app is for when you're watching a film. Right. It not only does it oh. not only does it give you the IMDb information that you're looking for, Craig. But it will oh, also brilliant. tell you the precise moment when to go for a wee during the movie. What if I don't need one during that moment? Well, then you don't open your Runpy app. All right, fair enough. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, I need a wee. When am I supposed to go for a wee during this film? And you then would check and it would say, there is a moment of XYZ, like a montage that lasts 37 seconds and you can then go for a wee. And you're like, great. And you like, will run and go for a wee at that time. That is a good idea. I Sick, like right. this app. I might Sick, have to right. download this app because I've never heard of it before. Okay, so you, uh, you try Runpy and I'll try Wakey. All right, cool. Okay? Uh, Yours is much less Yeah, because I feel I watch invasive. more films than you. Yeah, but I feel, like, I feel like I wake up early and I should not be bombarded with calls from psychopaths from all over the world. 
interesting. But I'm going to give it a go anyway. because Yeah, really you fun. definitely should. Okay, so app number I three. I like this third one. You've told me about this. Yes, okay. So, just a quick update. Um, my girlfriend, Faith, has gone traveling now. For, she has. She's been away for just over a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and she could very well be away for six months. Yes, you've so, allocated up to six months. We, we, she, she's, she's prepared to go traveling for around six months. Or until she runs out of money, whichever comes first. Um, so we downloaded this app called Without, which is basically for people who are in long distance relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like um, sending texts to each other. Yeah. But it's all the app does is be, allow you to send a square photograph with a really short caption on the photo. Is it like Twitter where it's... Uh... It's capped, Character yeah. tag. It's capped. Yeah. Um, so you can send a picture of what you're doing and you can. it just says like thinking about you or I miss you or doing this. To, like you can you can customize whatever message you put on there. Yeah. yeah but it does have like preset messages. So you could just be out doing something, press one button and it sends them a picture, um, which is really interesting because it's a personal, it's like an app that only me and her will be able to communicate through. Yes. So yeah, it's yeah. not a bombarded with information app that will kind of fry your brain yeah um it's really cool because you can then scroll back through your post history and see like what what you were up to and who's so it doesn't delete after a certain time no it's great so it stores it all didn't you say there's another little feature in it as well where when you're both on the same wi-fi or within bluetooth range and then when you disconnect from each other it shows you it tells you how long you've been apart yes so i liked that feature that was pretty cool i've got her i've got her so you have to enable your location yeah so it tells the other person where you are and yes when you are are when you are on low low capacity bluetooth or low level bluetooth yeah um and it senses your phones are together it says you are with you are with faith or you are with whoever your partner is yeah um and then when you move apart it'll tell you how long you've been apart so we've been you imagine if it told everyone when they were with faith (laughs) (laughs) that'd be a nightmare um the so the app i've just opened the app here and i've got a picture from faith which is cool and then it says one day without faith so she's been she left yesterday at like two o'clock while we're recording this yeah um I also downloaded another app, which is like one of those time apps, which tells me that she's been away for one day, five hours, 19 minutes and 37 seconds. Amaze. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a loser. But You're getting freaked now. Yeah. Freaky baby. Freaky baby. But yeah. So that's an interesting one. Moment. I like that. Talk me through your, you're the king of apps. So talk me through your. So I, I mean, I feel like I'm not the king of apps, but I feel, I think that's a, that's a big responsibility. But I, time, I'm a sucker for a good icon. Every time I, I talk to you, you're like, oh, have you seen this new app? So Yeah, no, I, I get suckered in by the icon sometimes. But there is one that I, I think I'd struggle to live without, and it's my TV show tracker app. Ooh. Now, I, I do watch a lot of TV shows, or at least, I at least used to. You're deep in my flicks. I'm, I'm, I am. Um, and, yeah, I mean, just looking at them all here, it tells me when... So, I'll show you on here. It's only available on iOS. I've checked my friend with my friends on Android and it's not available. So you go to like there there are all the TV shows I'm tracking there. So you can no. add all the TV shows in that you you track. Uh but I mean some of them even if they've ended or you've watched all of them and they're not available like the league I'm, I was a big fan of the league which is available on Netflix both UK and US. It's ended, but I still had it on there so I could track where I was up to. Mm. 
but up here, what it does is it shows you your watch list. So it shows you all the TV shows that you've got to watch and the episodes that you've got like to watch. Okay. Um, and then do you just tick them off once you've seen them? So yeah, so I've watched actually the new Punisher. I've watched the first two. So I can tick those off. And if I go back off and back on it again, they will disappear. That's amazing. So they've disappeared off there. So I can actually track where I'm up to. Although Netflix and things like that do it for you. I've actually watched that as well. Uh, Netflix will do it for you. Um, if you're watching a TV show that's not necessarily on Netflix, like um, what's this? The Blacklist TV show tracker. TV show tracker. Uh, I think I paid seventy nine p for it about three years ago, and it's the most invaluable app. Like it also shows me when things are being renewed. So, like, Ooh. Jenna watches The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is on Netflix, which has actually been renewed for April 5th. Wow. So, so new, it tells you when the new season's coming yeah, out. Yeah, but I mean... Game Jenna, of Thrones is coming out April 15th, everyone. Yes. And Happy, which is another one off Netflix, is March 28th. Now, we that only went on the app about three days ago. Yeah, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Love Stranger Things. Love Stranger Things. But, like, the Black... Like Walking Dead is not on Netflix. February 11th. That starts up again. Like, and so rather Don't than, get me started on Walking Dead. I love The Walking Dead. Oh, I love... The Walking Dead. Oh, huge fan. You know when huge you know fan. when everyone thought Glenn died? Yes. That's when I stopped watching. <gasps> Why? Because I got sick of the same thing. Oh, go on an go on an explore mission to go and find food. Oh, there's a zombie in there. Someone gets uh, killed. Th but that's what it's about. It's a crack character development is insane in that show. Okay, talk I to me. I love it. Talk to me about your, your ask Reddit question. Cool. So uh, this one's kind of crazy, you know. Yeah, like I found this one and I was like, this is actually Talking really of interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was scrolling through Ask Reddit, as I do, and I found uh, this. And it was, without warning, you're given a device for 60 seconds that enables you to speak to every living person at once across the world. What do you say? This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Announcing the commencement of the annual purge, sanctioned by the new world government. That is one of the answers someone put, and I was actually, I actually laughed out loud. That's sick. Um, I love those films. But most of the answers scrolling through, but I, didn't, I think I didn't that's write a, very, a lot of them down. That's a very niche answer, isn't it? If you've not seen the films, you'd be like, "What the heck is this?" Exactly. But would you then Google it and go, "Oh, it's a bloody movie." Probably not. I think at that moment you're probably gonna panic. Yeah. But you might Google the purge and then find it. Did out. you hear? Um, do you uh, people listen to or seen War of the Worlds? Yes. You know when it first got radio broadcast by Orson Welles? Go, I can see where this conversation is um, going. They did a broadcast as if it was happening in real life. Right. Um, and they told people at the beginning that it was just a play. So if you tuned in play, halfway through, you were but, screwed. But after they told people, a really famous concert on the other channel, one of the other channels, finished. So people then switched over to the channel that Orson Welles was doing this play on. Right. And they'd missed the part where he said, this is just a play. It's a performance by a theatre group. And then there, there was about, I don't know how long they went, um, but there was a period of time where they didn't tell people again that it was a play. Of course. People went out of their homes and thought that aliens were invading. Um, <laughs> they would like panic and grab all their stuff and run out of their houses with like their towels over their heads and stuff to... In to like keep themselves safe from the aliens. That is insane. It is crazy. Like, I, I, I think some people died or oh, got no. injured or oh, like maybe cool. killed themselves or something because they were like aliens invading and this is all, it's all going to end badly. Um, but you could do something like that 
if you were a freak and if you were, if you wanted people to panic. Well, yeah, most like uh, actually looking at it, most of the answers because I was like, oh, there's got to be some really funny ones. Like, what will people have said? Yeah. Literally, most of them were just around creating mass hysteria. Yeah. But I found the purge one was was the best and the the funniest. I, I, I think, feel in like my own I feel like based on today's politics, we're not that far from that being a real thing. Nope. <laughs> uh, Who would you kill? Oh, I don't know. Who would you go many, out and kill? Many cyclists that <laughs> cyclists, cyclists that... that ride down the path on the canal while I'm walking my dog. And that just got out my life. And that is called full circle, everybody. <laughs> um, and I think I'd probably shout like one of the best answers was "look out." Someone said he'd shout "look out." Yeah. So obviously he's speaking to everyone. everyone would panic. Oh my god! <laughs> Look out! Ah, I'm scared. Um, yeah. What could you say that would like really like be uplifting and really positive? You could say. You are doing really good. I know things are a struggle sometimes, but you're going to make it. This is God speaking. I love you. You're going to be a success. And everything. Can you imagine all the, like, all the atheists, though, going, oh, 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 I was wrong. I was wrong, and God's real. Um, but I, I think a funny one would be, this is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual hug. Yes! Sanctioned by the New World Government. Yeah, because hugs cure... Boom. Oh, full circle twice. This is the Full Circle Podcast with Mick and Craig, and he just did a really, really big dab. Big dab. Big dab. Dabs for days. Dabs for days. Right, are we done? I think we are. I think we've discussed enough. We've hugged. We've definitely hugged. Physical contact. Was made. Uh, a successful hug. Uh, so if you uh, if you're watching the film, now's the time to go. If you're listening to this podcast, now's the time to go and pee because it's Take about a quick to end. Pee break. Um, Take us with you. Call a stranger and wake them up and try and stay off your phone for a little bit. Have a conversation with someone in real life instead. And if you do get the ability to talk to people across the world simultaneously at the same time, please don't try and cause too much mass hysteria. Just tell everyone to Just be a little n- bit of mass hysteria would be good. Tell everyone to just be nice to everyone else. Yeah. Or a little bit of mass hysteria. Yeah. Maybe to tell people to stop buying things to try and make themselves happy. That would be good. Okay. Right, it's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. Boo! If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. That way more people will get to hear the show. If you want to read more things we've written, written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on Instagram. In about three days' time, we'll be posting again. Yes, we I'll will. Because I will be off my social media drive. Yes, we will. Um, we'll hopefully have the Twitter user handle by then. We'll have lots of things set up, so hopefully it'll all be good. We're at manifest.simplicity on Instagram. I'm not sure what we're going to be on Twitter, but we'll give you an update when we finally get there.